0: Hello everyone and welcome to another amazing episode of The Joy of Being for busy working moms and women in business and beyond who are seeking to unplug from their worries and overwhelm to light up with insight and joy. I, your host, mum, and effortless lifestyle coach, Marina Pearson, talk to transformational professionals, business owners, and creatives about what it really takes to have a business and life you can truly enjoy. And today I've got some amazing news. You can now pre-order your very own version of the Joy of Being book, supporting hardworking mums to stress less and live more. If you're the type of mum who is struggling with the burdens of motherhood or modern day life, then this will be a perfect book for you. If you're curious, you want to know more and you want to see what's up with that book, you can do so at www.MarinaPearson.com slash order. And there you'll find all the amazing goodies that you'll get if you pre-order the book before the 10th of May. And on today's show, we have the beautiful Sherry Thompson. Sherry Thompson runs her own marketing company, helping mums specifically to create funnels that keep generating money again and again and again and again. And she does this with a difference. She looks at who you are, who you be, and then aligns that funnel to you. So first of all, it's about really getting clear on your lifestyle so that you can be by your business. During our conversation today, we talked about her story and about how she used to come from a place of hustle and push to the point where she drove herself into burnout and she couldn't move. We also discussed some of her major epiphanies around that and what really changed for her so that she could bounce back from burnout. We also talked about how energy works and how you need to understand what the energy is saying so that you can actually create a business that's really aligned and can be truly successful. So, if you're a mom who's tired of the hustle, if you're a mom who's tired of pushing, if you even work in corporate and you're thinking about starting a business, then this is going to be an amazing episode for you. Enjoy. So welcome everybody. And today I have beautiful Shari Thompson. I don't know. I can't remember how we connected somewhere in the cyberspace. I think I must've reached out to see if anybody wanted to come on the podcast about a year year ago or something. And uh, I found out that Shari was living in Bali, of all places, which is where my son was born. So there was definitely that connection. And also uh, her story was pretty phenomenal. So I felt like it was relevant to the joy of being conversation. And since that moment, uh, we, she's now creating a beautiful event called Millionaire Mamas, which I'm excited to know more about. Um, but really over to you, Shari. So what are you up to now? Because you're back from Bali. Um, You're now in the north of England with your little one. Um, So yeah, what is it you do? And uh, what has got you so interested or at least motivated to create this extraordinary event called Millionaire Mamas and the work you do?
1: Okay, thank you for having me, Marina. It does feel like a long time ago since we started talking originally. So yeah, it's interesting the twists and turns that have happened in that time. So my background is in marketing and specifically in very male-dominated corporate world. So construction and engineering in the oil and gas industry. So yeah, very traditional industries. It it was interesting. And (laughs) I always had this kind of entrepreneurial spirit i tried to start so many businesses and they didn't work for various different reasons i've always loved money and i'm happy to own that <laughs> i like money and i also really like freedom and this is one of the things that drives me the most is to have my version of freedom which has changed in lots of different ways i started my first business seven and a half years ago when i was A newly single mum. So my um, baby's dad left when I was pregnant. I was working and doing this 400-mile commute every week, and leaving my son when he was born with my parents for three days a week. And so, I knew when he was four months old that I really had to look at what I was doing with my life because I did not have this baby to leave him all the time. Right. So at the time my version of freedom was really about flexibility and it was about the flexibility to be present with Archie and to be a mom and to then like, it wasn't even in my, in my mindset at the time to look at like six figure business or seven figure business. It wasn't about the money. Really my drive at the time was to be with him. And really my journey has continued from there in lots of different ways in that, I made a lot of mistakes. I refer to my first few years of business as stubbornly failing <laughs> for lots of reasons. <laughs> and now I'm really motivated to share what I know about business and what I know about how energy works and how fully supported we can be with things like funnels in our business to be present as a mum and to create our version of freedom, whatever that looks like for you. So I guess that's where I am in, in a nutshell. <laughs> I know when we first talked,
0: um, there was a story around being a single mum and looking after your son and not having that freedom. Obviously, you know, when you were working the corporate job, um, that wasn't the case. But, I mean, it was the case in the sense that you weren't with him. But um, I can't remember what the story was. And so I guess I'm just going to ask you, what was that story we spoke
1: about back then? (laughs) You know, what? I can't I can't even remember, but I can tell you a little bit about what was what was happening then for sure, because I think it's really interesting. And the reason why I spoke specifically about the corporate world and being in the male dominated world was that there was this perception that I had around what business should be. And I I really don't even like the word should. Um, I had this perception around what it should be and what it should look like and that you had to work really hard. And so when I stepped into being a business owner or an entrepreneur, whatever you want to call it, I was still, I still had one foot in the corporate world until I was ready to make that transition for sure. And so I created my business from what I had experienced and it looked like working really hard, pushing really hard juggling a lot of things and almost wearing the i only have 2 hours sleep a night as a badge of honor you know like look at me doing all these things i'm so independent and i'm so um you know i'm a single mom i'm really independent i'm doing all these business things and i'm not sleeping much and it was almost like that that was what i had experienced now bearing in mind like seven and a half years ago It wasn't like it is now. It wasn't like you're on Facebook all of the time networking and that kind of stuff because actually I got all my resources from Google. It wasn't even like I was looking on Facebook, I was going to Google. So we've got to remember how much things have changed in that space of time too. But what I experienced was a lot of hustle, and what that ultimately led to was. A maxed out credit card because I kept investing, investing, investing. A lot less time with Archie and this kind of almost an urge to get him into bed so that I could focus on the business. And that's really not a nice place to be in. You know, I've got this beautiful baby boy who I was told I would never have. He's my greatest manifestation. And because I knew the business was the key to my version of freedom, it was like I was willing him to get into bed so that I could work all the hours. And what ultimately happened was I I burnt out, spectacularly burnt out and couldn't take care of him, which was really scary. So when you say you burnt out, what what actually happened? So, I mean, I was always run down and on the verge of, of a cold or an illness or something that never came. But this one particular day, I had helped my sister move into a new house. So I, she, because she doesn't drive, so I'd driven the van and all this stuff. And I felt a bit run down, and then got back. And within the space of about a half an hour, I'd gone from feeling pretty rubbish to my whole body like physically curling up and my fingers cramped up I couldn't move I couldn't call anybody I couldn't even um put a dummy in Archie's mouth like he was laying on the sofa next to me I couldn't even put a dummy in his mouth and what had happened was I'd got an infection that was from the, the this is my version of burnout I guess that had got so deeply ingrained in my nerves system that I felt like I was having a stroke I couldn't move my mouth I couldn't feel my face I didn't know what was going on and to be in a house by yourself with a baby and not even being able to move was so totally terrifying and in that moment I mean I'm really really fortunate that I have such a great community around me one of my friends actually stopped by to see if I was okay she called my parents they took well my mum took the baby and my dad took me to hospital and um and i was really supported and cared for but in that time i knew that the way that i was working had to fundamentally change
0: isn't it amazing though how our body um keeps telling us right the signs are always there but we just keep going because we feel like go ego just goes yeah whatever um <clears throat> but our body just goes yeah yeah no hang no. on I, and i guess um, I've had my own version of that, and it and 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 it it just is kind of like now I just need to slow down, or now I just need to find a different way to to live, or now I just need to live my life, or at least have a different experience of it.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and it's it's that thing, isn't it? That we have it in. Well, I certainly had it in my mind, and I witnessed this with the women that I work with as well. When I get to this point, then I can slow down, whatever that point is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then I can slow down or when I then I'll do self-care and it's like no 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 we've got to do it the other way around. <laughs> yeah,
0: because it doesn't actually have to be uh then this, then that. It can actually be now this and this at the same time, right? Um and it's so interesting. I had a, I was reflecting on this today. Like I've got to get some copy done for this course that I'm creating called Back to Balance in 90 Days: um, A Fresh New You, and it's for mums, right, who feel like they're not coping, who feel like they're drowning, who feel like they 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 need some respite. And <clears throat> I had this urgency, like tomorrow is the deadline. Okay, so there's this sort of logical sense of. Oh, I need to get it done today, so at least I have some more time tomorrow. But there was a part of me that was kind of willing going, "Well, there isn't enough hours in the day. I've got these two podcast interviews today. I then kind of may have a little nap, So that kind of blows today out. But here's the thing: What if tomorrow I'm totally on and I just get it done? So there's a sense that time is linear in some shape or form, and that we have to put our efforts into the linear timing. But what we're not aware of, or maybe which, you know, what you've seen possibly, like I've seen this very newly recently, which is that, that time isn't linear and and you can be in flow, which then
1: eradicates hours of work, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's really interesting, actually, because I, I had a manuscript um, to submit a couple of weeks ago. And the deadline was coming closer and closer and closer, and I just wasn't feeling it at all. <laughs> and I, I pushed it over the deadline, but actually what came was the, the downloads were really on fire, I'm just going to say, it as it is. They were, they were amazing, the downloads that came, because I let it go. And the world didn't end, the manuscript got submitted, it was at the publishers, it was all fine. But by allowing myself to really tune into my intuition and allow myself to be guided by myself, I didn't feel like I was under any pressure or any urgency and I didn't just do it for the sake of getting it done and I think that's one of the biggest things when we we get into this this is why I don't like the word should because as soon as we step into this oh I should be doing it that's not actually coming from us that's not actually coming from anything that is attuned for us really it's coming from externally it's coming from different expectations or or different beliefs that we should be doing this to get somewhere and really when we stop and allow ourselves to listen to ourselves and to uh, like what you just said was really beautiful and then I'm going to go and have a nap and I will after this (laughs) (laughs) like how many how many of us in a working day you know like in air quotes the working day when the kids are at school or at nursery or whatever allow ourselves to actually do those lovely things like have a nap or just be i mean before i came on here i was catching up with <laughs> with real trash tv because that was my bit of downtime and i'm totally okay with that you know
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah and i and
0: i guess we we don't realize that the pressure we think we're under is actually self-created anyway
1: absolutely because we get to choose this is what I always say we get to choose we're creating a business to create our version of freedom so why choose and this is what I did I chose to create another job and the difference was that I had more bosses I had less time because each one of my clients became a boss that I was like running around after. I had less time, I had less money, I had more stress and you know when we create from what we have experienced in in the paradigm that we experience it in, you know, like corporate world or whatever it is that we see, then we're not truly creating from a place that is fully serving us. So how do you want to work what is it that you want to do how many hours do you want to work what are your boundaries around that become really really important to feel really good and the better you feel the more money you're going to make in your business that's that's like the, the key really so I want to kind of, I kind of want to go back to the story of like what happened
0: after you were in hospital um what kind of epiphanies did you have? I mean, aside from the fact that this couldn't go on, were there was anything else? Because I'm, mean, if anyone that's listening in and is either experiencing burnout, have have burnout already, on the verge of burnout, I, I I'd love to know what was what was really helpful for you, what you saw, or what you've seen that's been really helpful.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, one of the biggest shifts for me was about my boundaries and what I know now and didn't know then was that also starts to to pull you into energetic alignment so you become um, more magnetic to the opportunities and to everything that you that you truly desire but at the time what it meant was that Instead of being a people pleaser to my clients, which I absolutely was, I didn't want to annoy anybody. I wanted to keep everybody on side. Um, And that came, I suppose, in hindsight, from a bit of self doubt in myself because I hadn't worked in that capacity before. And so when I got really clear on my boundaries, like here's when I'm going to stop answering emails, here's when I'm going to stop taking calls, here's when I'm going to be present with Archie, here's how many, how much time I'm actually going to work. I started to feel less like I had lots of bosses, I guess. So what was happening was I was answering emails as soon as they came in. at eleven. If it was 11 o'clock at night, I was answering the email. (laughs) And then whenever I tried to pull back from that, what would happen was they would start texting me and then I would answer the text and I'd start to get really frustrated. Um, and then obviously that doesn't create a great vibe anyway. But when I looked at it, I was like, well, of course they're going to do this because I've allowed my clients to, to look at me in this way. And also a bit of my ego is saying, I'm this important that I have to answer the email straight away. And as soon as I communicated the boundaries, here's when I stopped working then it was actually really, it was fine. It wasn't the end of the world, like I'd built it up in my head to be, oh my God, how are they going to cope without not getting an answer immediately? Um, And it was fine, but it allowed me to switch off, which was so important to to switch off. And on the days that Archie wasn't in nursery, I really cut back on the work I was doing. We spent a lot of time outside. And I like to say That at that moment, I implemented all this self-love and all this stuff. And I I didn't. I mean, that has been a journey for sure. But in that moment, my biggest epiphany was around my boundaries. How much do I actually want to work and how am I going to make that a reality? Hmm. So I
0: know um, that having worked with mums and women in business and anyone that's listening to this, maybe you're in corporate, but you actually want to make that jump. One of the things that I've noticed is, is there's this worry that if I don't do that, then I'll lose the client. If I don't do that, then something awful is going to happen, right? Um, But what I've seen, or at least, you know, if I don't work this hard, I'm not going to make the money. So I'm curious about what you've seen that might be helpful if somebody's coming to you with that sort of wonderful story and reality.
1: Yeah. And I've definitely had that. You know, when I first started, like I just mentioned, I didn't want to be not answering emails because what if then they fired me? And the reality is that what happened was that they valued me more because I'd started valuing myself more and my time more. So they actually had a lot more value for what I was delivering and for the time that I was then giving. And when we come from a place that we start to value ourselves more, That's what we're going to attract in. We're going to attract clients who value us in return rather than the clients who, you know, I mean, I've had this, I've worked with people who've had this, where we get into this place where I'm like, well, normally my rates are this much, but if you sign up, I'll do it a bit cheaper. Or um, as soon as we start talking to people, we're already assuming what they're going to pay and we start bringing our rates down. And that's never led to anything that's positive because actually they don't value what you're doing for them in return and they also expect a whole lot more and so for me the self-valuing piece has been really huge and being able to really say actually here's what I'm delivering. What I know is that and again this is my experience and what what I see with my clients is that it's very easy to base what you're delivering on time and actually what you're actually delivering is a transformation, whether it's a transformation of their website, whether it's a transformation of their life, whether it's a transformation in a business, you're actually creating and delivering them a transformation. It's not your time or how many PDFs you send them. (laughs) It's about what is the value of that transformation. And that has been a huge game changer for me. And really stepping into it and owning that for myself has allowed me to create clients who value me because I value myself and what I deliver yeah when I was listening
0: to you I was thinking ah that reminded me of a story that that, that's actually in the book um which was around I created this program years ago and I'd made this sort of um thing where I was like no I'm not going to do it in the evenings I'm just going to do it during the day and because I don't want to be doing any calls in the evenings, and then I had three potential clients that said I can't make the calls in the evening. Can we do them during the? Uh, I can't make the calls during the day. Can we make them in the evening? And so I changed it. But funnily enough, those three clients um, that had asked me actually left the program. So then there was a group of women that basically we were having calls in the evening, and I suddenly thought, Hang on a second, how many of you on this call? want these calls in the evening. And they're like, no, we want them during the day. So it's just really funny how, how, you know, you think you're pleasing or at least you think that this is actually um, the best way. But then you, like I, I just, that, that, that was a really valuable lesson for me in terms of just saying, actually, I'm going to design it the way I want to do it um, sure. and not do it the way that I think other people will value it. Um Because actually, what I've seen is is if you value it that 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 sort of thinking actually is very attractive so it, it just yeah um on that yeah. note, so you then obviously went from working hustle, pushing lots of hours to um, changing all of that. so what did change on the outside based on the inside
1: It's really interesting because. I, like I say, I refer to my journey as stubbornly failing for quite a long time. Mm. So, yes, I made those immediate changes, but the changes that I've made in the last, I would say, two years Mm. of my journey have been the biggest changes. And they've been really fundamental to how I do life and business, really. Um, So, I started diving more into the principles of energy. And at the same time, I started diving more into the principles of funnels. So we were a marketing agency, but we started to focus more predominantly on funnels as being um, a way to
0: create consistency. So anyone that's listening in that doesn't even know what funnels are,
1: can you share a little bit more about them? (laughs) Absolutely. So funnels are an automated way to consistently generate leads or sales in your business so it's essentially a way that you connect with strangers and turn them into lifelong customers without you doing all the hard work Mm -hmm. Um, so it's a really beautiful way to build relationships and connection and it's something that's always working in your business for you so that you've always got leads either booking calls with you or you're making sales whatever your business model is and the reason why I see that as so powerful, especially for for mums in business, is that we never know what's going to happen. You know, if your children are sick off school, or you've got school holidays, or you maybe just want to go spend a day in the spa. It's almost like your permission slip to do all of those things because your business is still working without you doing the work for it. So you're still generating those leads and sales. And so when I look at funnels and I look at energetic alignment together then that's where the magic really happens and
0: go on (laughs) no I was gonna say like what does energetic alignment mean to you
1: okay so energetic alignment is the state that actually we are all born and created to be in so imagine if everything that you want is at the end of the river and very often we go into going up the river and and doing it the hard way. When really, if we just like let the boat take us down the river in in flow, then we're going to get to everything that we we desire. Because when we look at um, energy, I mean, essentially the the principles of energy that I understand are that we are all vibrating at a certain frequency we're all big bundles of energy we're vibrating at a certain frequency and the law of attraction says that we will attract in what we what we are so when we're vibrating at a low frequency so um if we look at the scale is this okay <laughs> I, get well, a bit I don't confused. know is it okay <laughs> i'm
0: just i'm just listening so i don't have no idea so okay. if you tell me it's okay then you get a pass, you get a tick. Amazing. I'll
1: just <laughs> carry on. Uh, so I'm not gonna test you on it. <laughs> there's an I mean like is it is it easy to follow? Because I can Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah.
0: I, well it is to me. It's so anybody that's listening, if it's not, you can always send me an email and you can
1: okay. sorry at the end. So um, there's this emotional uh, frequency scale and the high frequency, the high vibe, you know You've probably heard people saying be high vibe and vibe up and all these things. Um, If You you obviously can't see me. My hand's going everywhere. I talk a lot with my hands. (laughs) Um, The high vibe frequencies are um, abundance and love and joy and happiness and the things that feel really good, whereas the low vibe frequencies are fear and scarcity and lack and doubt. And so when we are able to um, step into abundance – and those kind of frequencies we're able to attract in what we desire a lot faster so that's where we get into energetic alignment and you know when you have those days that everything just goes your way and everything falls into place and you you know every lights on green and you always get the parking space where you want it to get and you're getting random emails from people saying they want to sign up with you that's because you're more likely to be in flow as to when you start the day and you get out of bed and whack your toe and then you spill your coffee and all these things and you know you just start to have this day where it's this knock-on effect of things not going your way or, or seemingly not going your way is when you're out of flow. So when we get to combine this beautiful alignment state and, you know, I said at the beginning, feeling good is really the key to all of this because obviously you've got to feel good when you're in abundance and joy and all these things. Um, We're able to become hugely magnetic in our business with a funnel that is consistently bringing leads and um, opportunities to us. So, yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I call it um, grounding and logistics. (laughs) So you've got you've got like the state of being, and then you've got the logistical side, which can really support you. And I did a podcast ages ago with Ann Wilson around creating assets versus um, chasing income. And that's been the biggest shift for me this year, which is, I mean, I already had assets anyway, money coming in, regardless of whether I worked or not. But this year I really wanted to focus on stopping the old pattern of um, the non-asset business side of it so now this online course and and creating the funnel that's what we're up to so it's just interesting how you come to it when you're ready and it's not like you said you know um that failing piece I'm sure that it's something that that was really 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 important for you to learn all the things that you've learned for you to then um kind of what's the word I'm looking for um change or you know just tweak or that's, that's not that's not working and what about this oh yeah that makes sense that would work better um for for us to call uh, course correct that's it just to course correct I mean we don't know like I don't know I have no bloody idea like what's going to happen but the only way I can actually get to know that right is by actually getting
1: feedback yeah <laughs> yeah and it's so it's so true um you know, like we have such, with, with Archie, we have such a positive attitude towards failing because it's only the energy you put on a word, like failing is bad because we believe it to be bad, but actually the quicker we fail, the quicker we get to create what, it, what is going to be next. And it's always this evolution. And the more I approach it with playfulness, mm. the easier it feels because I'm like, well, it doesn't really matter because when we're in the energy of play, it's like, well, either it's going to work or it's not. But so what? I'm having a great time doing this and it feels good. And um, really, without experiencing what we've experienced, we, we can't move into what is next. And it's the quickest way to get into alignment. It's the truth. It's the quickest way to understand. We can um, theoretically say what alignment is going to be for us or what is going to be the thing that's going to work for us. But until we take the action, until we do it, we don't really ever know. No. So Shari,
0: um, speaking of which, what is next? Um, I mean, from what we've under, from what we've been talking about, you've been you know working with women or mums to help them create funnels so that they're creating assets versus another job, um, chasing the income, that sort of thing, so that they can actually have more time, freedom, and spend time with the people that they care about. Um, I'm curious as to what's been bubbling up for you at the moment because i know, i've seen a few facebook posts and so forth and i'm just a bit curious about that and um why that's important to you and where that's coming from
1: okay um so this is this is quite a new evolution of my work so like you said i've been working with mums and unshackling them from the paradigms really that, that we're in and The way that society has us believe that we we should be and behave and do and all these things. And when mamas are unshackled, they also unshackle their children in whatever way that looks like. So for me, the way that looks like is that I create a business on my terms in a way that feels good for me. And in return... I want to explore education with Archie. So we've been to school in various different places around the world and we're still doing this exploration. And he's, he's actually just starting um, a program, which is really new in the UK, to open his third eye and his intuition and all this amazing stuff. And, you know, as I continue to explore <clears throat> why I'm in business and the more I'm stepping into this world with Archie, the more I know that my next evolution is also to create the space for mamas and children to work together, not work together, to come together. So yes, I've got events where mamas are coming together, but what feels really good next is to have these beautiful like festivals or events or I don't even know what what shape it's going to take yet where mamas come together with their children, they get to really deeply reconnect with them. And the children get to experience all of these beautiful energy principles and, you know, manifestation and freedom, like you don't have to be in the system, you can choose what you want to be and all these different things. So that we are really coming from a place of of freedom across the board. So that mamas also get to really deeply connect with their children, because Mm-hmm. I've been in a relationship with Archie and I've also, not not with Archie, like I've had a relationship whilst I've been a mum and I've also been a single mum. And I know that in both of those experiences, the mum was not, like I wasn't really fully there to have fun and be playful all the time with him. And that was something that I really want to to bring the opportunity for people to do so we can really reconnect with our children or really deeply connect with our children. And that started to evolve into so many more things where I'm looking at creating a social enterprise so that I can go into schools and talk to children around Mm -hmm. money and energy and I can talk to parents and and give parents the opportunity, especially parents with low income who don't get a lot of these opportunities um, or consider that they have the choice to do these things with their children to give them the opportunity as well and to have them broaden their horizons and look outside of, of what is the paradigm that they're in now
0: what's possible yeah um it's interesting um I went skiing with my son recently I took him and it was one of those moments where I was like actually this is really cool to do something with Leo and we are both really enjoying it and so yeah it's definitely something that I want to do every year now with him as our little connection time but also just during the day I realized like um I'm, I'm I'm getting into the habit now of um spending like, even if it's just 20 minutes before I have to make the meal or, you know, cause there are things that need to get done. Right. <laughs> and, and I, and I know, you know, and I'm aware of the fact that he sometimes wants to join in and sometimes doesn't. So that's okay. It's not like he has to kind of be in the kitchen with me to prepare. Um, he can just do his own thing. But like last night I'm like, ah, oh, I haven't connected with him after school today. I'm going to have a bath with him. And I know that there are certain things that I can do with him when I'm really connected to him, like a bath or like lying in bed with him or, um, usually when there's that sort of face-to-face interaction. Um, and when I'm in an environment that calls for that, because if I'm downstairs in the kitchen or if I'm in the living room, it, it, there isn't like there's distraction, right? So, um, or even just to play with him, just to sit with him for like 20 minutes and do some Lego with him. But even then, that's distraction. It's not that, that sort of eye-to-eye connection, um, that cuddling, that sort of really intimate moment that you can have. Um, and I'm becoming more and more aware of that because the journey, for, I don't know, like maybe for mamas that are listening in, you might be at the point where you're like, for fuck's sake, this is a nightmare. <laughs> Ah, I keep shouting at my children. I'm just getting through the day, and that's fine. Like it's all good, you know. You feel what you feel in the way that you feel it, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, and it's just now that I'm kind of coming out of that, and I'm coming into like what's possible now. Like what what is possible now that I have assets that 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 help. I have you know, a son that that I can connect with and I'm not totally in my head all the time with regards to his behavior. Um, It's a different question. And I guess it's a different narrative and a different conversation to the one that most mums are having, which is how do I feed these kids? How do I make sure that they're looked after? Oh my God, I now have got this like huge list of things that I need to get done and I don't have enough time in my day.
1: Oh. George, can you just pick up that thing though? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing. Like, I've absolutely been there. When I started the business, I was living on, you know, Archie and I were on £20 a week, and that was for nappies and formulas and everything. And um, I, I get that. And what I wish I had have done, mm-hmm. <laughs> if I could go back, was to recognise, and this is what I do now, because I still get those days where I'm shouting at Archie, but I recognise that it's not him it's me and that's that at that time I that I've got to go and, and look after myself a little bit more or get some more sleep or whatever it is because they're just these beautiful little mirrors yeah. who, are, who are here to teach us so much and it's about recognizing that too I guess.
0: I love that um, and yeah <laughs> it's like the other day I was in the kitchen and like for the fifth hundredth time he says mommy And I'm like, okay, so now I'm getting a little bit annoyed as I've told you a thousand times that it's, I'm in mummy doing mode right now. So when I'm in mummy doing mode, that basically means I'm getting you ready for your day. And that means making your um, breakfast and your lunch because I have to make those. And, um, but he's, (laughs) he's up for it. So he's like, mummy. I was like, ah, and then I was like, oh, that's not him. That's me. So I I love that you have that awareness and often um, it makes it so much easier when we we do have that awareness that it has got nothing to do with our kids and that they're here to teach us that very thing that is the awareness around where our experience is coming from.
1: It's so interesting because I find it There are some aspects of that that I find really triggering um, and obviously they're the aspects of myself that I don't particularly like (laughs) um, and that's fine but there are some that I find is like this in the moment real-time beautiful gift so I'm really conscious about language and I know that if Archie starts talking about a certain thing a lot so one of the biggest ones for us is time and so if he starts saying things like Am I wasting my time? You're always late and this kind of stuff. I'm like, okay, time to detox the time language because he's only reflecting what I'm putting out. So when I get that real time observation, it's really quick to go in and go, okay, well, I can detox my language around time. That's all good. (laughs) Um, So yeah, it's such an amazing experience and sometimes it's uncomfortable and that's all okay too. So my, so you went to Bali, you
0: decided that that's the lifestyle you wanted because often we can um, get so caught up in what the business has to look like as opposed to asking the questions of what do I want my lifestyle to look like and let that support be supported by the business. Is that kind of what you see a lot of with regards to mums that come to you, um, that they start with what they want to achieve in the business, but they haven't really thought much about what they want in their life?
1: A hundred percent. And this is why boundaries for me was the biggest breakthrough because actually the work that I do now with the with the women that I work with through gentle hustle specifically is the first thing we do is look at your alignment to your values, to your lifestyle, to your boundaries before we look at anything else. There's no point doing any business stuff and to heal those pieces are in place because what I see again, this is the energy principle coming through that if you create a program that requires you to work 10 hours a day to deliver it, and you actually are only in alignment with four hours a day, energetically, you're never going to sell that program. Even if you're you're pushing all the time and in that hustle mode to sell the program, your energy is naturally repelling because you don't actually want to do that. That's not what your desire really is. And so when we get to that place and say, And it's that piece, isn't it? What's the point of creating a business and taking all that risk and and doing all those things (laughs) if you're actually just creating another nine to five? So how do you really want it to look? What do you really want your lifestyle to be? And how do you really want to show up in this and then build the business around it? So many times, and this is why I mentioned about my corporate experience and you know i i definitely did this i made a business created a business designed it around what i had experienced rather than what i actually wanted what i desired and then i had to rebuild because that does that's not sustainable mm-hmm. yeah
0: i love that and that makes just so much sense to me um so shari um I know that you've got an event coming up in when is it? It's June the twenty first. It's on the summer solstice. On the on oh, yeah, that's right. On the summer solstice. Um, I'd love to know a little bit more about that, and maybe anybody that's listening in. If you obviously, if you're listening in from the states, then maybe you could fly in, I guess. But um, if you're in the UK, um, I'd love to know a little bit more about you know how it could help mummers that are listening in around if they are in a place where they need this?
1: Sure. Okay. So it's essentially a one day event where you come and get everything you need from that one day to step into a consistent five figure a month business. Um, that's the headline piece of it. So we're going to work on the the energetic side of it. We're going to remove anything that's holding you back. You're going to design what it is that you actually want your life to look like and Who you be in that space? Because that's one of the biggest pieces of this is who we are is a direct reflection of what we create and what we what we bring into our reality. So let's design who we be. There's so many stories that we bring with us to our business life, and some of them are pretty hindering. And so we're going to clear all that out. (laughs) Going to say it as it is. Clear all that out. We're going to create the new story of who you be. We're going to put all the pieces in place. I'm going to bring some really game changing work to the day. And you're going to do the work on the day because you're a mum, you're going to come to London and you don't want to go back home and do loads more stuff. We're going to get it all done on the day so that you're really getting the shift straight away. And you're going to walk away with a funnel that you can use to grow your business and have that consistency and predictability and scalability and sustainability and all these amazing things in your business so that you actually get to live the life that you desire in your version of freedom. Amazing. (laughs) Wow. There we go. So if you are
0: listening in and you want the freedom you want from the inside out, um, then you, you have to go. Now, obviously if you're listening to this and it's already been and gone, um, we'll put some links below in the notes so that you can, um, you yeah, can have access to Shari which I guess will be my next question if somebody wants to contact you how can they do that?
1: Sure, you can come find me on Facebook under Shari Thompson and I also have a group which is Gentle Hustle Movement and you can go to my website which is being redesigned it's not so pretty right now but <laughs> it's sharithompson.co.uk you can come and connect with me there I love to connect um so yeah please come and say hello that'd be lovely
0: wonderful well for everybody that's been listening in um i hope you got as much out of it as i did and remember if you are on the verge of burnout listen (laughs) and and yeah uh maybe there's a different way that you could be doing things so until the next time bye for now Thank you. And there we have it, another amazing episode of The Joy of Being. If you enjoyed this podcast, you may well enjoy the book as well. You can either download a free chapter, www.MarinaPearson.com, slash chapter where I go into much more depth into how we can create more time and space as mums and if that doesn't fly and you're more curious about getting the entire book then you can do that too at www.marinaperson.com slash pre there you'll find a page with all the amazing goodies that you'll get if you pre-order it before the 10th of May so until next week's episode remember you are the joy you seek